Hello and welcome to day 10 of Healing from the Inside Out. And what a journey it's been. Um, my sense is that the the flow of it has followed a subconscious path and process, a bit like the hero's journey itself, which we discussed yesterday. Um, that the beauty of walking that that fine line between letting go of and losing aspects of ourself that we need to let go of and loosen our control on and over as we discover and gain and acknowledge and bring forth the aspects which wish to come. And the balance between those two sides, those two dynamics that happen within us is a beautiful process. So that's where I want to start today on this final audio. I wasn't sure what I'd be talking about today after yesterday's um, yesterday's one and there's kind of everything to say and nothing to say all at the same time. My primary wish, I suppose, to get across, if I can, in this, in this episode of the audio, is about allowing ourselves to enjoy ourselves. Giving ourselves that permission and the permission to experience freedom. Freedom as a state and a way of being. We may not feel it all the time. Aiming for an 80% is, is good. The 80-20 rule is, is a divine rule. And um, aiming, to be 80, aiming to be in a state of freedom, experiencing, knowing the taste of being able to touch freedom. If for 80% of our state, I would suggest that that's a really achievable aim. And being free doesn't mean not having illness or not having challenges or not having aspects of our life that we can find demanding in some ways. It means coming from our base state. So being really aware of what our base state might be and having the freedom to be able to manage ourselves and be comfortable within ourselves. Because even with something like an illness such as, I don't know, heart disease or cancer or any illness, in quotes, that's out there, which I would offer is energy working through its body and there to teach us and when we get the wisdom, if we wish, it can leave. There always remains the experience of it though and there can remain doubts. Um, it's It was stressed to me when, when I was ill and... I've experienced it with my own uh, clients. At the end of an illness can be when the real journey begins. So at the end of doing the physical healing, when we're sort of released back out into the world, that's when the emotional and mental journey can begin. And it doesn't have to be any set length of time and some of the work may have been happening along the way. 
but this, but the ability to be in a state of trust and freedom allows us to not worry to not worry will will the illness come back will it still affect me will, will i be compromised will my life and my choices be limited because the life and the choices i would offer start from within and no matter our circumstances i offer that it's possible to experience freedom and a state of trust and and that that is rooted in self-love so self-love is probably where i'm heading today with this and one story i do want to share it's when i was when i had my experience of cancer back in the back nine years ago I've already shared on these audios how I made certain choices which I didn't know where they came from but they proved to be very wise choices of the uh, the plus one, the no denial, the choosing wellness as my mantra, um, having a mantra and running everything past that, uh, however letting go of what that might look like um, and there's more that I've shared but one of the key moments was when when I was diagnosed my child was six years old and I had recently separated from his father uh, a year before I'd heard the call and I'd answered the call yet I wasn't really answering it Um, and I was working harder than ever all my choice I was wanting to prove myself I'd started uh, you know dabbling in dating again things were starting to pick up and or so I thought but really I was repeating the same old patterns and I suppose both myself and my child were in quite a vulnerable situation emotionally and energetically and when I was suddenly diagnosed after having separated our family the last thing I wanted to do was to leave my child behind was how I saw it at the time and that was my greatest fear it was an off the scale fear of leaving him abandoning him at this time and there was a particular instance of the conversation that we had which was so powerful and so heart-wrenching that in that moment I realized that if I wanted to live for my son the only way to do so was to live for myself and not for him and in that moment I chose myself and I had to do that because had I chosen to live wish to live for him I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be here right now and as hard as that may sound and as unemotional as that may sound I would offer that that's what's required of us every moment of every day and it's what I would actively and I have since actively encouraged for for him and that does not mean not loving that does not mean not helping others and doing what we can and being available for others and loving others it actually enables us to give even more because now the energy is flowing from within and out, just like the socket and um, socket board analogy shared in the previous audio. 
it starts flowing that way through. And because I chose to live for myself, and it was a very conscious decision, I can feel it and picture it and remember it as clear as daylight. Because we make that choice, and I, I made that choice, I was therefore able to be here for him. And that choice plays out and happens to us in very subtle ways. Mine was very visceral. And and yet every day we're making that same choice. So the invitation is to include oneself in all the choices one does. And as a result of that, I've spent most of the past nine years choosing to be more home-based because I wanted to be with my son. So I've I've made the the biggest um, change and adaptation and giving of time and energy that I I never would have imagined I would have spent this much time being more based at home to support us, and yet it relied on that conscious decision within, because then there was no inner fight. I had to, I was doing what I had to do for myself so that I could do what I wanted to do for others. And so I share that story as an example of, it's the putting the oxygen mask on first, it's the including oneself in all one's decisions and actions and thoughts so that we are free and have the freedom to give when we wish to and extend a hand to others. So it, it's the it's the self-love that is required for the healing journey. And I would offer that without, without a connection to love, and it can be 1%, it doesn't need to be huge, it's, it's going to be very challenging to heal. Because healing needs the state of love. It needs a connection with love. And I would suggest that any dis-ease within us is because we are disconnected from our heart and disconnected from love and traumatic experiences that undoubtedly would have happened in our past whether they seem minor or overwhelming I would offer it's not so much the experience that we've had but the disconnection from our heart the, the being shut off from an experience of love, however that happens, that it's the that state of disconnection which causes us to stray from our essence and soul and heart and alignment. And so in experiencing from within moments of love, however that looks for us, and it will look very different and feel very different to each and every one of us, that's how we find our way back to ourself and find our way back to our inner community and therefore our wider community. And that process is sometimes a little bit scary and can be challenging, but is enormously beautiful and creative and enlivening. And in coming back to our heart and doing whatever we need to do to keep our heart open, even if it's just a crack, that will shape 
our whole healing journey. And so that's kind of my offering for today. To be gentle with our ego, to be the reminder to be heart-based, to foster self-trust, to, to honour our truth as we discover that and we will always keep discovering that and to live in a state of freedom no matter what is going on for us and to choose that right now. It's not something we attain one day in the future, it's a choice that we make in the moment and in each moment and within the blink of an eye we can we can be we can be in that place experiencing that feeling the decision and the choice to use those 50,000 thoughts plus that we have a day to reorientate ourselves back into alignment that's a magical magical journey and one which i wouldn't want to deny to anybody and it sounds awful to say, but sometimes when somebody would tell me that somebody's become ill, if I tune into them, I get, although, you know, it would be a technically devastating experience, with some people sometimes I get a real sense of excitement because I think, wow, now now they, now their soul and their spirit and their heart can have the experience that, they, that it's been crying out to have. And although somebody may be going through a really challenging um, physical illness I often that's the time often when I will get so excited for them because all I see is the potential of experiencing the and discovering the love and the freedom and the joy and the trust and utterly changing our reality and how we observe the world when also nothing changes so as the saying goes you know before enlightenment chop wood and carry water after enlightenment chop wood and carry water so everything changes and nothing changes all at the same time and that's the beauty of the simplicity of it and the ordinariness ordinariness I think that's how you say it of it and the the magical wonder as well so that's my sharing for today not to be scared of your power that love is your truth and even more beyond to seek the beauty as well and as I've said in in previous audios to let all of this go and for it to be shaped and breathed and absorbed and expressed for yourself how how that journey wishes to be because it's unique take all the help that comes your way Give the help that you feel compelled from within to offer with no attachments. Observe that everybody's on their same journey, the same path. And some of the clients who I hold the most admiration, I admire every single one of my clients. And there's not a single person I've encountered who I'm not gobsmacked at their experiences. And in awe and in utter respect of and it's the it's the clients that come that say I don't really have I don't have a real reason to be here and really I shouldn't be here because my life's you know great just because we've got food and water and shelter they're the ones I hold almost the most respectful because they don't they have the choice to not come and they've turned up at their own doorstep and 
no matter our experiences, for for somebody else may sound enormous and worthy of, for instance, doing the work. But the feelings they evoke inside are potentially the same. And no one experience is the same for each person. So for me, the experience of cancer was a totally joyful one. Well, totally. I mean, yes, it came to it came with challenges and fear and 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 all that stuff as well but the overriding what stayed is one of joy and life opening and really it was quite easy I flourished through it and yet somebody else will have an utterly different experience that will be the one that triggers their wound cancer didn't trigger my wound it healed a lot and yet sharing for instance my spiritual journey has been a much more challenging and demanding and harder and um journey for me so for somebody else it would be the opposite for some for one person losing their their job might be the thing that triggers everything or a passing comment from somebody can be the one that compels them to do the work and evokes and creates the emotions and the energies and the thoughts And so I would offer that it's not the external trigger that is the reason or the cause or the blame. I don't go for the word blame at all in any context. It's the turning up for oneself and owning our own personal journey and walking with the people we need to walk with to have that experience. So I hope you've enjoyed these audios and my only request is that maybe you pass them on if you feel that they would be useful or relevant to somebody without attachment they'll pick them up if they're meant to in their own time um to share them it's all offered for free there's no sign up there's no requirement and in thinking about that this morning I really became humbled and grateful for one to be able to share this because I've gone on my own journey in the last 10 days and um, wow the experiences that I've had and the awareness and the I suppose even sharing what I've shared today the realization that that doesn't stop in putting oneself first when we've gone through that hero's journey a new one comes up where in a new way I need to put myself first a center of my as I step into a new reality in a new world which I suggest that our growth is yet again I need to place myself center of my own reality in my own world and that's a very subtle thing it's quite hard to explain so it's very useful to be reminded of this myself and there was the the huge gratefulness of the whole journey has been a free one it's been a free ride. Yes, I've paid for some um, some of it via courses or sessions or all of that, but I could have paid and not taken any experience and learning from it. What I what I absorbed and was given and I learned along the way was all free. It could all come in any moment. There there has been no price attached to it or placed upon it it in each moment it's a choice whether we have and allow ourselves these experiences to 
to live with freedom and to die with freedom, to experience everything else in between with freedom, all of that is free. The concept of money and it being unattainable and unavailable is an illusion, I would offer. And I'm talking here to people that have a home, I'm assuming, to live in and food and a roof over their head. So I'm not talking about basic survival. We can live in the greatest wealth and not experience any of this. And we can, I would have thought, potentially live on a park bench and experience that. So it's there for the taking. It will arise in each moment. The assistance will be given. We just have to see and it won't always look how we think it should or might look. And I would suggest that it's always there within reach. And when we're ready, the assistance appears. And when we're within our own bubble and within our own energy and we are in acceptance and present and detached and conscious and aware and from an embodied heart and gut place we will know how to self-manage and how to get the most out of that journey this journey that we're all having so feel free to share if you have any questions or any any anything at all by all means email me via my website at delilasullivan.com I'm often sharing stuff. I have a free newsletter you can sign up to and I'll be keeping these audios um, on the website. They'll probably be moved to the resources tab as I start doing more and more land work and energy work with our with our land. And um, yes, I'm available for sessions as well. Um, all the details on my website. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and from an expanded heart for being on this journey it's given me enormous pleasure and growth of my own and awareness I will finish with a meditation so thank you once again if you're working, uh, driving meditation is not great for you perhaps now's the time to switch off and otherwise to make yourself comfortable however you wish to be you will know immediately now how to ground down straight down to the centre of the earth and how to connect with your bubble practice makes perfect and I invite you to come and rest in your heart how we can come straight to our heart area and to breathe to inhale and to exhale as we come into the place of neutrality of healing of inner being that space between the inhale and the exhale that place of stillness and inhale and exhale 
connect with the feelings of subtle and gentle love in your heart area and throughout your body your physical body from your toes to the top of your head to your fingertips to your navel your mental body to all your thoughts again from your toes to the top of your head your fingers your navel your heart the whole of your being and your your aura your energy field thinks and radiates thought breathe into your mental body as it comes into greater alignment and rest and your emotional body the beautiful emotions which create our experience of life from your toes to the top of your head your fingertips giving thanks for all of this in your energy field It comes from deep within you and radiates all the way out. And as you're grounded, I invite you to notice that you're walking somewhere in nature. It might be a field or on a path or in some woods. It could be leaving a city. And you're walking and you notice up ahead there's a walled garden. And there's a door. And as you approach this walled garden, notice how it looks and feels to you as you go up to the door or the gate, however it looks. As you take a breath, you open the door, the gate, and cross into this inner garden. You may wish to close behind you, noticing that it's just you, you alone in this place. That you recognize and you feel completely at home within as you enter notice what the ground looks like how it looks to the left or to the right or ahead what shape the garden is it may be very small, it may be very large beyond what the eye can see. It may look beautiful, it may have areas that need, need some attention. Just 
just notice it as you gently walk around and gently observe. Then you notice in one part of the garden there's a temple. It may be very ornate, it may be very simple. But you walk up towards this temple. And as you step up towards it, notice the temperature and the weather how the garden around you looks. If it was speaking to you or singing to you what it might be saying. Comfortable as it is in its own presence and being. Then I invite you to step into the temple. To that innermost place of beauty. And to take some rest in there. You may wish to sit or to kneel or to lie. Knowing that this is your place. And as you do so, notice what wishes to be evoked. What meaning the temple has for you in this moment right now. If it were your greatest treasure, what would it symbolise? And what is its potential? Keep breathing, inhaling and exhaling. And inhaling and exhaling. And when you're ready, you may wish to raise yourself to explore the, the temple a little more or to step outside of it back into the gardens notice how you might feel slightly different perhaps more grounded with a greater wisdom Notice if there's some areas of the garden you might plan to do some work. If there's some flowers or plants or trees that in particular draw your attention. Then I invite you to find a corner of the garden that has some freshly toiled soil. Some fertile and rich earth 
that you can bend down and allow to fall through your fingertips to fill the earth. It only needs to be a very small part of the garden, though it may of course be bigger as well. Then you notice that in your pocket you have some seeds. I invite you to take these seeds and to plant them in the soil. You may know what they symbolise or you may wish to plant them and see what emerges. Notice yourself on the ground with the soil in your fingertips as you do so, as you plant these seeds. Then behind you, somewhere you notice there's a watering can. And you go and fetch the watering can and give these seeds, these freshly planted seeds, a drink of water. Notice how it feels to do so, the pleasure of doing so, the joy and the abundance that it evokes, and how your heart feels, how your spirit and essence feels as you water these freshly planted seeds. Then you may wish to take a moment to sit somewhere, just observe your garden. Appreciating the beauty and the joy it brings, the safety and security, the promise that it has to you. Keep breathing, inhaling and exhaling. Notice you're still grounded right down to the centre of the earth. Then you notice it's time to leave for now. As you make your way back towards the gate or the doorway, the entrance you came through. Perhaps turning one last time to look and observe your garden before walking back out and gently closing it behind you. As you continue on your way, knowing that this is a place that you, that you can return to whenever you wish. breathing, inhaling and exhaling, becoming ever more grounded and expanded as you fine tune your energy field to be just perfect just now, what's perfectly right for this moment. 
then pull your energy field in ever so slightly more so it's a gentle hum safely within your energy bubble just radiating gently outside of it keep breathing inhaling and exhaling do you notice your eyes behind your eyelids the sounds the connecting with the room or the environment around you the ground beneath your feet or your seat where your body connects to the ground you may wish to wriggle your toes your fingers as you come back into the room or back into your body fully grounded right down to the center of the earth safely within your bubble Inhale and exhale. Maybe place your left hand on your heart. Maybe both hands. So you give thanks to your heart for taking you on that journey. And having that deeper connection with it. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and continue with your day.